here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Sydney, Naupu will be very, very proud. She's on the line now with Liz Alda on her side and we're going to have a little, wow, a panel operation here. Oh, there you go. You got your snags, Kimpy. Yeah, good. <laughs> Morena to you, Sins. <laughs> oh, Morena, is he? Oh, my gosh. Amazing to hear from you. And I'm actually also, we've got Sui here as well for a minute. Um, oh, beautiful. Jesus <laughs> here as well. Good, everyone. Kia ora. Kia ora. Oh, Morena Koto. Hey, girls, ladies, how are we feeling? We're one day out. How are you going? How's the hype up there in, oh. in Tamaki Makoto? Man, we are fizzing. We've been up every morning, early as, you know, getting our teeth white and even ready for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been hey, a, a pretty incredible uh, build-up this week. But um, And honestly, thanks for having us on your show as well. It's brilliant to hear from you, Izzy, and the team there. Nah, we're, we're absolutely loving it. Black Ferns, this is our Black Ferns Hour. We've got Whitney Hanson coming up. Just quickly, I just want to um, talk to, to ask Liz a question. Look, Liz, I'd just love to commend you on your bravery throughout this tournament. Um, you've been so passionate and it would have been easy to you know, throw your toys and say, I don't want to be a part of it, but you've been there or thereabouts and you've been so good on the airway. So congratulations with your bravery. But for you, how proud are you uh, of these of the, of these ladies and, and what they've been able to achieve so far? The job's not done, but they've got a chance. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Izzy. Um, yeah, that's why you've got a husband. You can throw your toys at him. So that's what I've probably done. <laughs> but um, I'm just... You know, knowing what the girls have been through, and I mean, some people that have had to pay a pretty heavy price of that over the last 10 months to a year, um, the, the adversity that they've shown to push through some of some, probably the toughest times the Black Queens have had in a very long time, um, and to still focus on the job and be able to put performances out there has been so awesome. But I think on top of that, like, for me, it was I had a real opportunity to be a part of something special, and, you know, what we've created everyone that's been involved in this World Cup, um, it's bigger than selection, you know. It's the future of the women's game, and um, that's probably been a big motivation for me. Order, ladies. Hey, Sydney, you've been up there, the Northern Hemisphere, and you've played up against a lot of these uh, girls and know the style of football that English are going to be bringing to the, to the ground tomorrow night. What do they have to do, the, the, the ladies, tomorrow night to actually get the job done and lift that trophy after 80 minutes? Yeah, it's obviously going to be a tough battle in weather conditions as well, but I must just jump in and just, you know, when Liz was speaking to you just before, lads, that's, uh, I'm so blessed to work with people like that, eh? Um, how wonderful is, is uh, Liz and, and Sui. But, yeah, so from a, an England perspective, they'll love the weather tomorrow if it's going to be damp like this. Jesus, it'll be uh, kept in the forwards, that's for sure. But um, no, I think um, New Zealand will have their uh, tactics and game plan in terms of what, options to choose and whatever weather conditions we have tomorrow so to be honest it, it, I actually think it just comes down to what it will, the pitch will be like tomorrow So do you expect anyone can answer, do you expect New Zealand to go on with the same tactics? We haven't seen a kicking game from from the um, Black Ferns, it's been quite non-existent. If it is raining can they um, find someone to, 
to really nail that kicking game? And can they play that expensive game? Do you do you, can you see them adapting if it is wet? We yeah we got we have a couple of options obviously nine ten Luke can put a punt in. If there was ever a time for pieces, if she has a little dink over a strong defensive line, that this is the game to do it. Um, just even from set piece, from a line out set piece, and have a dink over the the centres because they haven't done that before. Teams have been uh, catching England out like that in terms of getting in behind with the grubber or a, a short dink and just in between the 15 and the, the opposite winger. So tactically, it's either those or obviously if it's weather conditions like today, you just need the territory and play the short game in the green zone. Yeah, I don't think that running it from our 22 is going to be an option all day. So they probably need to provide some variation on their attack, especially now to add some, some variation to their kicking game because running it from our 22 in these kind of conditions is going to be a tough day in the park, especially for our forward pack where the battle's probably going to be for majority of it. Yeah, so how important is it for the tight five? You know, they're talking about, you know, being dominant in the line-outs. They're, they reckon that their tight five are going to uh, bring it to bring it to our ladies, but they said the same thing about the French, and I thought our scrum was really, really good. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, the scrum's just got progressively better. I think ever since we played Wales for the first time, it's just got better and better. So I'm confident that we're in a good place with our scrum. Um, our line-out's showing a bit of inconsistency, and Abby Ward and Zoe Warcroft, uh, Warcroft sorry, are two of the best uh, lock, locking partners in the world. So that's going to be a tough battle that we're going to really need to be composed in. Obviously, the defensive mall is going to be huge tomorrow. So... Yeah, physically, that five, that front five, have got to be up for one of the toughest fights that they've embarked on in the black jersey. Yeah, Liz, you'll be able to answer this. Um, <laughs> 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 Obviously, when it's raining, I'm stuck out on the wings going freezing because I ain't getting my head in that <laughs> dark place, I'll tell you that. Hey, just quickly, on the breakdown era, um, Liz, all sense, um, you know, last week we got exposed, particularly when the Fords were, were doing those pick and goes around the around that ruck, trying to catch the, the French um, opposition off guard and trying to suck them in so they can draw them and get them tighter so they can go wide and, and expose them in the air. But we were getting exposed there. We were lacking our latches. We were a, bit, a little bit slow. Is that Would that be a major focus this week, knowing that the threats that England pose over the ball? Because that's what France done. Lost. So it'll obviously be. Are you there? No, you're there, Karen. Karen, yep, yep. We've got you now. Oh, Liz. Yeah, it would be a tactic I would employ if I was England. So it would be a um, counter tactic that I would be focusing on as New Zealand. Um, we need to secure our breakdown. And if we're going to play on top like we have this whole tournament, we need less than three second rucks. So Ball Carrier has a massive job you know, fighting through the contact and then the first arrival has to make critical decisions as to whether they remove a threat or whether they seal, seal the ball. So that's going to be a big area of the game. Yeah, we've been saying uh, all day long and now, you know, every week that the game is won or lost at the breakdown, like, you know, both sides of the ball. And then certainly against a team like England, the work off the ball New Zealand will have to do as a pod to get around that corner or be set and hit the right channel to get that momentum win the collision first will make it a little bit easier. But um, as you guys know, England have just some of the best fetches in the world, same as New Zealand too, but that'll be key for them, the ball retention and just getting territory and playing in the green zone. 
Oh, quickly, we know you're busy and you, you, you're you on demand up there in uh, in Auckland, so no doubt you'll have another wee gig to go to, for sure. We appreciate your time. But Charmaine McMenamin getting the, the nod. Kennedy Simons on the bench, the co-captain. Obviously a huge loss losing McAley too. Uh, she was phenomenal throughout this tournament. Big loss, but Charmaine, what does she add to this to this Ford pack? Oh, she adds a massive wealth of knowledge. Is for one, composure. She's a super calm person, I'll tell me. But on top of that as well, she's familiar with finals. She's familiar with England. Um, so I think she's a great addition. And if we can get a strong 40 out of her and then unleash a Kennedy Simon who's going to bend bodies, um, then I think that's a pretty pretty good eight replacement. Similar back row experience for England. So England's back row have about eight years experience at that level and then with Charmaine coming in, Ailes, it's uh, mm. it's really bolstered the back line as well the back row, sorry, for, for the back three and bloody excited for that battle. Mouthwatering matchup throughout, and I said it on my Twitter. I would never run it straight at any of these women at, uh, at the moment because they are bending <laughs> players. The difference from round one to now, the Black Ferns have made so much changes in their defensive. They've got bodies on the on their feet, and they're coming forward and absolutely dominating the contact era. Quickly, just get your predictions tomorrow night. What do we got, ladies? Tight game, I'd say eighteen fifteen Black Ferns. We on, we on. <laughs> <laughs> Sydney, what do you got? Beautiful, beautiful. There you go. The pre- the prediction is going to be a tight one. Hopefully, the weather gods play their part and we get some sunshine because that's what the Black Ferns need with the game that they're trying to play at the moment. Appreciate it, ladies. Thanks so much for your time and uh, congratulations on your job so far. You've been fantastic on the airways for Spark Sport. Keep it up. One more job, and then the big party's on. Oh, oh um, you guys are amazing. We love your show. Thanks for having us on. Much love to you guys. Awesome. Thanks, Sini. Kakitilis. There they are. The ladies calling it for the Black Ferns. And, um, yeah, they've touched on it. Charmaine McMenamin getting the start at number eight. Huge loss with McAlley, too. Kempi, but um, a lot of experience. She's been there before. She's played against England. And hearing Sydney talk about England, they'll be licking their lips if it's raining. This oh. isn't like we hate talking about conditions, how having to play a part. But that is their bread and butter when it's cold and wet and miserable, like it is up there in the UK. Yeah, they're just licking their lips at the moment. Well, it draw, it draws them in, doesn't it? It draws them into that tight five, that ruck situation that they they love playing the English. And of course, our girls under Wayne Smith have been really expensive. You talked about it, run it from anywhere, cause some havoc, you know cause some chaos, and uh, what the rain does is it throws a dampener on that. So, um, look, I like listening to them. They were so good. The, the information that those uh, ladies just gave us there, especially for me, was like next level. Mm. I'm like, yep, okay, okay this is where they're seeing it. And I, just, I still think as a home advantage for us, a packed stadium, Mount Eden, I think, I think England's backs are against the wall. They have to come and take it. Yeah, they know that. They know that, that this is this is New Zealand's to lose, but they'll be drawing a lot of confidence. 30, un, uh, 30 match winning streak at the moment. And what I loved about that, Liz Outer, she put her own ego to the side. Oh. You know, she said, selections, this ain't about selections. This is about the game of women's rugby. And you think to where it was at the start of the year, you know, going through the changing of coaching, the drama that went on there at the NZR and Wayne Smith coming in and the changes he'd made, to now, 
that just speaks volumes on the person she is. Former captain dropped, could have ran off and thrown her toys, but she said, this is more than my selection. This is about the game of women's rugby. And where the game is now, and the, the matches like last week, that was the blueprint of what the women's game can bring to to our people. And I'm a, look at, I'll, I'll say it, Kempi, last year probably wasn't a believer. I'm a genuine believer right now. Yeah, in, this, in the women's rugby and the women's game. I think I think all of New Zealand are right behind you too, Izzy, and and good on you for, you know, just saying to to Les how courageous um, a decision to to get back in and support the ladies. I watched you do the hucker mm. from the sideline. It was emotional. I, I actually had a tear in my eye when I watched that because I, you know, as you have been in those situations where you, you've missed out on playing in big games because you've been left out of the team, and this lady stood there and gave her her mana. To that side when she's when she saw them do the hucker and and I just think that speaks volumes of the person. So um, when you got people like that supporting you, like that's why the country's just uh, encapsulated at the moment. They just want to get in them behind it. Sold out. I, like the English must be looking at this small country of five million people. This is like they've got sixty million. Yeah. And we've packed out Eden Park and they're talking about oh we've got you know packed out stadiums up in England and they've come down here and gone you know well. Five million people, and you've packed this game out. Yeah. And for me, that's our that's our sixteenth man, is the crowd. So if you're going to that game tomorrow, don't sit there when they kick the ball and clap. You make as much noise as possible. Yeah. You get those poise. You take those poise along, and you swing them. Mm. You swing them as high and as hard as you can, <laughs> and you make some noise, and you get right behind our black fans because they're bringing the cup home. Yeah. Get it done. Support them. Honestly, this is United the Country, and we all believe. And uh, you'll watch today's socials. They'll be there or thereabouts, and there'll be some awesome videos coming out in support for our Wahine tour tomorrow night. And, uh, yeah, just on there, be I threw my toys, mate. I went to US. I went to America when I got dropped from the little <laughs> car. What a bar of this. So I was the opposite. I was ego was well and truly dented. But Liz Alda. She's so good, and uh, what is the score prediction? I want to ask you, double eight, double three. give us your score predictions, and I'm just going to do this. We'll look, we'll collate them, we'll write them down, and if you get it right, Monday morning, $50 TAB bonus bet coming your way. There you go, double eight, double three. score predictions for the Black Ferns. Tomorrow night, Eden Park, it might be raining. Les Alda, 18-15, three-point victory to the Black Ferns. Double eight, double three. score predictions. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.